0: Welcome to LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Well, this morning, if you'll turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 24. Joshua chapter 24. We're going to... Began reading in verse number 14, Joshua 24, verse 14. Once you've found it, you can hold it there. We're going to work our way towards that passage together. You know, one of the things that we find throughout the Word of God, and as you study the Word of God, one of the things you'll find through the history of humanity is that God has always called people to make choices. Your existence and my existence on this earth is is not robotic. God has given us, he's probably put one of the most powerful things in our hands. It's the power of choice. God has given you and I a free will. It's the power to choose. And that power to choose literally touches every facet of our lives and There's probably no area more evident than in the consideration as we've been talking for the last few weeks about life, death, and the afterlife. There's probably no arena of your life and my life that is more clearly seen in, in the power of choice, than in these areas. The truth is, every part of your life and my life is bound by choices. Now, the truth is, you and I have experienced times when others have played a significant role in our lives that have left you and I with some choices that were beyond our control, choices we didn't like, choices we didn't care for, choices that were difficult for us to walk through. And the choices we often find that others make, again it goes back to that word choices, but the choices that others have made have placed a role in our lives and uh, have left us with situations we have to walk through. But I would submit to you today that that, though those situations may be large, the majority of the things that you and I deal with in our lives and our everyday living have to do with our own personal choices. Things we walk through are a direct result of the choices that you and I have made. If you and I choose to make good choices... Life gets to a better place. We can make bad choices and our life we find gets in a worse place. How many of you would be real honest this morning and you say, I've made some bad choices in life? Would you lift your hand? I think all across the room we can say that, can't we? We've all made some bad choices in our life. The question that we must answer today is, are we now making good choices about the bad choices we've made? We can't do anything about the past, but we do have today. Can you say amen? Amen. There's not one person in this room that hasn't stood over milk that's been spilt. Not one person here that hasn't stood over plans that went south. Not one person in this room that has not felt the waves of regret washing up on the shore of our life. We say, if I could go back. I'd do it different. If I could go back, I'd be different. But you and I cannot go back and change anything before. But what we can do, and the thing that God has empowered us, and it lies in our hands today, is to make better choices starting today about tomorrow. The challenge of today is to motivate us to make better choices about what lies ahead. We've all had some good days behind us, but there are some days before us, and I would venture to guess today probably, in fact, the days that are before us are way more important than the days behind us, because the truth is for every one of us in this room, we have that expiration date. There's a really important time yet ahead of us, and it has to do with eternity, And as we talk about life and death and the afterlife, we have to understand that all of that is about choices. The choices we're making in this life are preparing us for eternity, whether they've been good choices or bad. And since life after death does exist, the choices that you and I make in this world today determines our place of residence in the next life. Joshua chapter 24 and verse 15, what we find in this passage is Joshua has been leading the children of Israel. He is nearing the time of his expiration. He's preparing the people. He's preparing those around him for his time of death. He's giving them last-minute directives. Anyone in this room that is a parent understands that when you're going to be leaving home or you're going to be leaving your kids for uh, an evening or a day or two, you make sure that the most important things you say are the last things. They're the priority. Oh, don't forget. Be sure you do this. Be sure you do that. And that's what we find here in this passage in Joshua 24. Look with me, if you will, into the word of God. Beginning in verse 14, he says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Tell you, we could make the whole sermon right there in that first sentence. Fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me... And my house, we will serve the Lord. What we find in this passage in light of making choices is we find that making a choice demands a commitment from us. The choice that Joshua was calling the people to demanded a commitment from them. Notice verse 15. He says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then make a choice. Take a stand. Don't remain wishy-washy. Don't remain undecided. It's time for you to make a choice in your life. Another time in the word of God that we find when God was demanding a commitment from his people is in 1 Kings chapter 18 and verse 21. It's the story of Elijah and the confrontation between Elijah and the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. And he says to them, how long are you going to waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then serve him. But if Baal is God, follow him. He was calling the people to make a choice. Friends, let me tell you today by avoiding making a decision, you're actually making a decision. When you and I put off making the decision, we're actually choosing a decision. How long? How long have you been waiting to make a choice to truly be God's man or God's woman in the world in which we live? How long, friend, have you been waiting to make a decision concerning eternity? This whole issue of life, death, and the afterlife is bound in the choices that you and I choose to make. It's not just about having knowledge. There's plenty of people. You can walk around today. You could poll people. And you could ask them what they think about heaven. What they think about hell. And people have, even though it may be a rudimentary knowledge, they at least have some type of knowledge about eternity. But having the knowledge is not enough. What we must have is a choice. And by making the choice, it brings us to a commitment, by setting your sights on eternity with God, you're making a commitment here on this earth that will carry into eternity in a place called heaven. An eternal destination is not an assignment. It comes as a result of the choices we've made. I hear people often say, how could a loving God send people to an eternity in hell? But the real reality is, God's done everything that he can to give you and I the chance of getting to heaven. If we end up in eternity in hell, it's because we've made a choice. Not only does it demand a commitment from us, but to make a choice, friend, is your responsibility. Look at verse 15. He says, choose for yourself. He doesn't say make a choice for your spouse. He doesn't say make a choice for your family. Make a choice for your neighbor or your boss. Choose yourself. You and I can't choose for someone else. You can't choose for the spouse. You can't choose for the boss. Only I can choose for me. Only you can choose for yourself no matter how much somebody loves me, and no matter how much somebody may care about me, they cannot choose on my behalf. We live in a day today where everyone wants to blame someone else for the decisions they've made. Well, it's my wife's fault. You know how she is. Well, it's that husband that God gave me. If he would be a better husband, then I wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing. It's my kids' They're driving me crazy. In reality, the choices that we make, it's us. Others can make difficult situations for us. But only we can choose how we respond. What I do with the situations that others bring to me is entirely up to me. Reader's Digest not long ago said that the average American qualifies for recognized victim status in at least three different organizations. Gives you a picture of our culture. So the truth is, if you want to blame somebody else, there's at least three multiple groups in your life that you can blame and come along with that they'll say, yeah, it is. It's Kirk's fault. (laughs) Yep. It's all his fault. Kim, you're just the innocent victim. She'd been reading the Reader's Digest. It's so easy. We want to blame somebody else. Well, I'm doing this because this happened to me. When considering life on this earth and life in eternity, friend, we've got to get the mirror out and see who the person is that's really responsible. And what you'll find in the mirror is you. You are the person. I am the person who will answer to God for me. No one else will be there. My wife will not be there. My parents will not be there. Your boss, your friends, your neighbors will not be there. When you and I stand before God and we come to that point, we'll stand there on our own. Eternity for us is not determined by someone else. God has given to every man a free will. It's the power to choose. And friend, it is your responsibility. It's your responsibility to choose eternity. Thirdly, we find that making a choice does something pretty powerful. Making a choice overcomes procrastination. Have you ever procrastinated? You know you need to get the job done, but you keep putting it off. All summer long you've said, I'm gonna get that thing done to the house, and now the cool weather's coming in. You're like, well, it's cold now. Suppose we're just gonna have to wait till next spring to get it done, honey. You don't want me out there working that cold weather, do you? <laughs> procrastination we all understand the effects of procrastination there in verse 15 in our text today joshua said these words choose for yourselves this day this day today is the day to decide now is the time to make the choice some of you this morning have Probably been thinking about an issue in your life that really needs to be dealt with. Something that you've known for quite some time you needed to make a decision on. The power of choosing is calling you and I to stop putting it off. Someday I will. I know I need to do it and and I, I will do it, just not today. I'll get around to it. sometime. A poem described the words well, Procrastination is my sin. It brings me only sorrow. I know that I should stop it. In fact, I will tomorrow. God says in his word, Today is the day. Now is the acceptable time. Can I ask you today, how much longer are you going to put off the decision? How much longer will you delay the decision that God is calling you to make? How much longer are you going to continue living life the way you're living it? Today is the day to make the decision. How many people step into eternity having not made the choice they intended To make one day. For all the years that I've been in ministry, I've heard person after person say, preacher, I will one day. I'm I'm just not ready yet, preacher. But one day, one day I'll do it. One day I'll get myself prepared for heaven. One day, one day I'll begin to be the godly husband that my family needs. One day I'll start being the wife that my family needs. Family needs. Remember, my friend, not making a choice is really making a choice. Not making a determination is really making a determination. You see, existence in heaven or hell is a determination we each make. The Bible teaches us that we have all sinned, and as sinners, we are headed towards an eternity separated from God in a place called hell. I don't know about you, but that's a very sobering thought to me. But the good news, and it's no wonder the Bible and the gospel is called good news, because the good news is this. Jesus Christ has provided a way of escape from the atrocities of hell. You don't have to go to hell today and be separated from God. Jesus paid the debt and the price in full. Every part's paid. There's nothing left for you to do except to receive it. But you see, only you and I can make the choice. Only you and I can make the the choice and the determination to walk the path He's provided. My encouragement to you today is don't wait, my friend. Don't wait. For we have no promise of tomorrow. It's no wonder. No wonder the Bible would say today, choose today, and today is the day of salvation because nobody understands more the power of that statement than God. And it's God that says today is the day because he knows you and I simply are one heartbeat away from eternity. One heartbeat. Procrastination, it'll rob you of all the many things God has in store for your life. Blessings here on earth and blessings in eternity. So many often utter the words, I wish I had. You know, standing where I'm at today in this life, there are many things that I look back over the time that has been spent in my life. The years that are gone, you know. Uh, often people will say, uh, "You know, I'm 51 years old," and they call that middle age. That's only middle age if you're going to live to be 102. <laughs> Midlife was several years ago, <laughs> and we think, "Well, I'm just kind of in the middle of of everything." I I got plenty of time to choose in my life. I've got many years that are behind me, not so many that are ahead of me. And the truth is, when I look back, I go, wow, I wish I'd have done that different. Oh boy, man, my life could be different today if I'd have made that decision 25 years ago. But I can't. It's gone. All I can do is make better choices today not to procrastinate any longer. Friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, I want to encourage you, friend, not put it off any longer. Listen to me. This is not about a strong arm move or trying to scare you in eternity because I can't do that anyways. Nobody gets to heaven except through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit draws him to Jesus. All I can do is tell you the truth that not one of us is provided another day. I can't promise you another church service. I can't promise you another sermon. I can't promise you another altar call. I can't promise you anything. We have this moment right now. That's why the Bible is so emphatic. Choose for yourself today. Today. You see, when we make a choice... It helps determine what our priorities are. He said, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve. You and I need to determine in our lives what we're going to serve. We know that we are called, first of all, to serve God. After that, our spouse and then our children. But what I want to ask you today, is that really what you're doing with your life? If you think that something else is the path, to make you feel more fulfilled in this life. If you think that money or another career will make you feel complete, my friend, I'm sorry to tell you, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Choose for yourselves this day whom you'll serve. Make a choice on what you're going to do. God is calling you and I to make a choice of priority. For when we consider life and death and the afterlife, the choices we're making today are setting the stage for the next part of our existence. If heaven is a priority, and I would assume for most people, they would say heaven is a priority in my life, then my friend, the choices that we are making today in how we choose to live our life are all based on the priority. What we choose today determines the priority for tomorrow you can't wait till tomorrow because tomorrow will make the priority for the day afterwards what you and I determine today will set the priority for my life into tomorrow Philippians chapter 3 verses 19 and 20 the apostle penned these words talking about those who don't know Christ he says they are headed for destruction their God is their appetite They brag about shameful things. How many of you know that's a real picture of our world today? They think only about this life here on earth. But we, talking about believers in Christ, we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly awaiting for him to return as our Savior. The Bible says for those who don't know Christ, and you and I have all been in that time frame in our life, the priorities for your life at that point are the things of this earth. But as believers in Jesus Christ, we have made the choice to make heaven and eternity the priority of our lives. The Bible tells us uh, in the Gospels, talking about in Noah's day that the people were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage all the way up till the day that Noah entered the ark. Their choices determined their priorities, and that determined their destiny. My friend, what do the choices that you're making today say about the priorities of your life concerning heaven? Making a choice determines the priorities. Making a choice tells me the who, the what, and the where of my life. Making a choice establishes what's most important in my life. By making a choice or avoiding making the choice that we need to make, we are declaring what's most important in our lives. Lastly, making a choice determines our future. The choices you and I make today determine what my tomorrow will be. Let me ask you this question. Where are the choices you're making leading your life for tomorrow? The choices you're making today where are you going to end up? You know, one of the popular things in our world today is you sit down with people and they say, Tell me about your five year plan. Most people I've met don't know what the next five minutes is going to be. <laughs> let alone the next five years. And you know what? As a result of that, we're just making choices. They're just keeping our head above the water. The choices you and I make today are determining our future. Look in verse 15. Joshua said these words. You can choose whatever you want, he said, but as for me and my house, we will, I love the wording, we will serve the Lord. It's not a maybe thing. It's not a if everything works out all right. In view of God's faithfulness, Making the choice calls you and I to step towards him. Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. It's the declaration of my choice. No matter what others are doing, we will serve the Lord. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but we will serve the Lord. I don't know what the future holds for me and what I may have to go through, but we will serve the Lord. I don't know what things around me may change, but we will serve the Lord. I don't know what everybody else is going to choose to do, but we will serve the Lord. I don't know what's going to happen with my health, with my job, with my finances. But I do know this. We will serve the Lord. Friend, it's time to make a choice. It's time to decide. I don't know about the people down the street. I don't know about my buddy at work. I don't know about my extended family members. But as for me, we Will serve the Lord. It may be undetermined for others, but as for me and my house, as for me and the people I have responsibility to influence, as for me and the people God's put under my care, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's the declaration of your life and of my life. You can do what you want. And you know, in the world today, who you know, I realize that, that there are others who have lived longer than I and have experienced many things in this life, but I'm not sure that I've ever seen the world in such a crazy state. From nation to nation, instability and um. Everything seems to be in an upheaval. I don't know what all that's going to bring. But there's one decision I've made. The words of an old song said, well, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. Though none go with me, still I will follow. The road may not be easy, and I don't even know what all the road will be, but I have decided to follow Jesus. It's not a fad. It's not an emotional thing. I have decided to follow Jesus. I will tell you, my friend, that he's been too faithful for me to give up now. He's proven himself to me. He's been my comfort. He's been my strength. And I would tell you that the little gods of this world are nothing like our God. Make a choice. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can I ask you this question? If you continue on the path that you're currently on, Where's it going to lead? Where's it going to lead you? I've seen people over the years who have made decisions and uh, honest truth. They don't have any idea where it's going to lead them. But they're fairly sure it's not the best thing. But they're just kind of holding on for the ride. The decisions and the path you're on today, where is that going to lead you in time? You see, making a decision determines my future. I have decided to follow Jesus. As for me and my house, there's many things we may not be. But we will be Christians. There's many things we may not accomplish, but one thing we will accomplish, we will serve the Lord. We may make some mistakes. We may blow it sometimes. But we will serve the Lord. When everybody else finds it's not popular, and the truth is, around the world today... The day of popularity and being a believer and a Christian in this world is not the day we're living in. It will only continue to get worse. When it's not popular, we will serve the Lord. Making a choice determines your future. What you choose today creates your tomorrow. And what you determine today will determine Your future. If you keep doing the things you're doing, where are you going to end up? Isn't it time for a new season? To leave behind the old things, to leave behind the old past, and to make some new choices for today? Friends, the entirety of of your life is summed up in choices. And the truth is they're all yours. You have absolute freedom to determine. No one else makes the choice for you. It's you and you alone. So with that in mind, what lies ahead for the remainder of 2019 and into 2020. The power of choosing lies in your hands. The power of choosing will direct our futures even into eternity. Would you bow your heads this morning? Father, I thank you today. Thank you today, Lord, that you didn't just make us uh, group of robots but you gave us free will you gave us a free will to choose and to make a choice to follow you Lord I pray today that our hearts would be challenged by the words as Joshua called the people of Israel together we would be challenged by the words when he said choose today who you're going to serve. Choose today what you're going to do with your life. Choose today what the priority of your life is going to be and chart out your future today by choosing. Father, may we be challenged by those words today to not just take life as it comes day by day, problem by problem, mountain by mountain. Lord, may we make some choices today. Thank you that though we can't change yesterday, in the power you've given us, we can change tomorrow. Thank you for giving us that hope in you. Father, I pray for every person in this room today. Lord Jesus, There is a point that we all come to in our lives when we need to make a choice to accept you as Lord and Savior or to reject that good news of the gospel and go our own way. Lord, today as we're gathered in the room once again, you're calling on us to make the choice. Father, today would you just speak to our hearts and I pray... I pray for these dear friends of mine today as they've come to this place. Lord, today is the day you're calling us to make a choice. So, Lord, I pray we'll do that today. One way or the other, we'll make a choice in the determination for eternity. I pray, God, today you'll give us strength to make the good choice. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, would you please keep your heads bowed for just a few moments as we uh, close our time together. Friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ yet as your Savior and Lord, if you have not yet made the decision to make Him the Lord of your life, you, it's not a hard decision. It's not a hard thing to do. The Bible says if we would just come to him and believe. Believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins. Jesus Christ paid the price, friend, for every sin you and I have ever committed. Jesus paid the price for it all. We believe that he died. We believe not only that he died, but he rose again three days later. That's important because today... Not only did he provide my salvation, but today he is sitting at the right hand of God the Father in heaven and he's interceding on our behalf. So he is a part of my past and he's a part of my present and my future. If we believe, we can be saved. So I'll ask you, friend, today, are you prepared for eternity? Because eternity will come for all of us at some point. So with heads bowed, my friend, I'm not here to embarrass you or do anything of that nature with heads bowed, between between you and God the Father this morning. If you say, you know what, I'm not ready for eternity, Pastor. I've not made that choice. But you say, today, before I leave this place, I want to make the choice to serve the Lord. I want to say, as with Joshua, as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. If you'd like to give your heart and your life to Jesus Christ, friend, right where you're at, would you just lift up a hand and say, please remember me in prayer today, Pastor. I want to give my life to Christ today. Today I want to make the decision to follow Jesus Christ as my Savior. Friend, if that's you, would you just lift a hand while we're in this room? You Say, I understand the realities of eternity. I want to yield my heart and my life to Jesus Christ. Okay, I want to pray for us Father in the name of Jesus I pray for every person in this room God I pray for those who are decided and for those who feel like Lord they're in a place of I'm undecided Lord I just pray Father you will just speak to our hearts draw us as only you can do Lord it's you that brought each one of us that place of making a decision so Lord any today that don't know you I pray Lord that you will bring them to that place of making a decision to make you the Lord and Savior of their life in Jesus name would you please stand with me this morning I'd like to close our time before we dismiss you uh you've come here today, you say, you know, I I am, I'm a believer. I love Jesus with all of my heart. I'd like to close today a time of prayer and commitment together. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He didn't say, as long as everything goes okay. He said, we're going to serve the Lord. Today, if that is the determination and the prayer of your heart and life, that I will serve the Lord no matter what comes my way, I've decided to follow Jesus with no turning back. I'm going to ask you this morning, would you join me down front? Would you step out from where you're at and come and stand around the front? And we're going to have a prayer of commitment this morning. Together, you say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I have decided to follow Jesus with no turning back in my life. If that's your decision, and the prayer, and the cry of your heart, would you join us this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, those of you on the platform, if your spouse is here with you, um, maybe you're single, I'm going to ask that you come down off the platform and join your families um, down front. Would you do that? Honey, you can join me here. If your spouse is here, you're here by yourself, doesn't matter, just if you'll come down. And as you are here together today, we're we're going to make decisions in, in two ways today. Some of you are here today and uh, you are single. Some of you are here today and your spouse is not with you today. We're making the decision. Some of you are here and you're here as couples. I would especially encourage you if you are a couple and you are maybe engaged and you're looking at being married, this is a good time to make this decision together. Um, this morning, the words of Joshua asked for me and my house. So husbands and wives, would you, would you join hands? Because you're here together, so you're both involved in this process. Those of you who are here Uh, Alone, without a spouse today you make the same decision friends I don't know what lies ahead of us but I do know this we need Jesus every day that we live for some of you you've walked with Jesus many years by yourself and your spouse has chosen not to I encourage it, don't give up. You keep pressing on. <laughs> you keep pressing on. Give your best yes because you don't know. You don't know. I've shared with you many times my uncle, uh, my aunt's husband, she came to church the, all of my life. She came to church by herself, and my uncle did not come. And two weeks before he went to be with Jesus, he gave his heart and life to Christ. I tell you, she would tell you it's worth it all those years she sat by herself in church and him not being there to see at the end him come to know Jesus. So don't give up. You keep serving Jesus. Keep living for Jesus. Give Jesus the best you have as husbands and wives. Maybe those who are engaged and you're preparing to be married. Serve Jesus as for me. Make the determination now. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. What I'm going to ask you to do, I just, you have to make, I can't pray this prayer for you. So I'm just going to lead us as a congregation together, okay? But right where you're at, husbands and wives, individuals, we're going to pray together. Lord, we're making the decision today, we're going to serve you for the rest of our lives. I've decided to follow Jesus, no turning back. Whatever those words are that he lays in, just begin to say those words. Husbands and wives, I encourage you, this is a time to pray together. Pray together. Pray together. Would you bow your heads? And as I lead us over the congregation, would you pray together? Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you today. Father, today we live in a world of uncertainty. We live in a world today of confusion, a lot of worry, fear, and anxieties about tomorrow. Father, we don't know what tomorrow may bring, whether good or bad, whether days of plenty or days of difficulty. But Father, today we once again renew. (laughs) We renew the words of our commitment to you. As for me, I will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we'll stay faithful to you, Lord. We have decided. We've made the choice to follow Jesus. Though none go with me, still I will follow you, Lord. Though the world will turn away, still I will follow you. Though things may get difficult, still I will follow you, Lord. Today, we once again stand in your presence and we reaffirm our commitment and our covenant with you. We will serve the Lord Lord we'll be faithful to you we'll walk with you we'll live for you Lord we don't always understand what difficult days can be but Lord we're going to serve you we're not you've never given up on us and Lord we're not giving up on you Lord help us to remain true Help us to remain true to you for the rest of our lives all the way
1: into eternity. In Jesus' name, I have decided to follow Jesus. journey Follow. No turning back. No turning back.
0: Father, in this moment, right now, we pray for our loved ones who don't know you as Savior, Lord. Father, the greatest thing in our heart and lives today. The greatest prayer of our hearts that our families will all be saved. God, today we pray for spouses today that don't know you a Savior. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you'll bring them to know you. Holy Spirit, continue to draw. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you've been working. Holy Spirit, continue your work. Father, for our kids God, for our kids that don't know you, for our kids who are away from you, in the name of Jesus, Lord, continue to draw. Lord, we'll continue to pray. We'll continue to seek you. We'll continue to fast and to pray and to believe. Will draw them, continue to draw them. God, our family members, would you send somebody, the law on their path, God, that can speak the words they need to hear? Lord, if you've already sent some, would you send one more? Send one more. Send another person in the workplace. Send another one into the college campus. Send another one into the neighborhood. Send another one into the home. Send another one, we pray. God, continue to draw. And Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, in light of our life and death and eternity, God, would you give us a heart to be a light in the dark world to shine the light of Jesus and the truth of his love God that it will be hard to live in Grant County and die without Jesus Lord would you give us our city for the kingdom of God we pray and Lord as long as we have breath we'll live for you we'll serve you and we'll tell others about the wonder of your love. Father, I pray today now your blessing upon every home, upon every life, upon every circumstance. I pray, God, your hand to be upon them. I pray you'll keep them right in the palm of your hand and overshadow them with your blessing. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Friends, live your life in light of the declaration that I've decided to follow Jesus with no turning back. God bless you all. Have a great day today. May the joy of the Lord always be your strength. God bless you.